You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Creative Quarantine, I'm Angelique Rocher, your host, and today we sat down with writer, actor, and I mean, just really cool human being, Alexander Hodge, who is currently on uh, two shows, actually, Insecure on HBO and Tommy on CBS, and I could not have had more chilled, laid-back fun talking about how this is the time to just allow yourself to be in this moment uh, and embrace it. Uh, it really today was a chat between friends, um, and we talked a little bit about Insecure, how everything is going, and about uh, last week's episode. Uh, if you haven't watched it, uh, it was episode two of the current season. Um, at Alex plays um, who is affectionately called Asian Bay. Andrew on the show, who's a love interest of uh, one of the show leads, Molly, and it was just really interesting having him talk about not just playing that role, being a part of such a woman-dominated cast, but also really interesting because we had a live question today that talked about what it meant to Alex to depict a role that had an Asian-American man in the writer's room and that was just so incredible to hear him talk about that and and he introduced us to his plants it was a great episode it was funny and and amazing and i just want to say a very special thank you to alexander hodge for taking the time out of his day as usual i hope you enjoy the conversation as much as i did all right, you were watching Creative Quarantine. Uh, we are, it's going to be a real chill show today because um, I'm here with the <laughs> homie. What's up, Alexander Hodge? What up? How you doing? The chill show today. Was it, is it usually like lit? What's, 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 what am, I, what, am I, what am I not giving you? It depends. Um, like, I also think it's like just a mellow day. Like, in this, we're sinking into this is this is now week five week six for some of us i don't even know for me who knows is it tuesday i don't know i was thinking about it i was like everyone's got their days on like you know their days counted and i was just like i have no idea i have no idea how long it's been i know that i was in london at the beginning of march Mm-hmm. And then I've been I've been in lockdown since I got back, and I don't know what's the date today. The date is the twenty. Wow. Okay, well, <laughs> so it's been funny, a while. The, well, the funny thing is, like when I found out you were in London, I was like, "Yo, I just need him not to be in London." Right now. I got back. Well, the what the I was supposed to be in New York after London, and mm-hmm. then that didn't work out. So for obvious reasons. Um, that trip got rescheduled um, ind- indefinitely. Yeah, I don't know really. when that's going to happen. It's like, all right, cool. We'll we'll, we'll reschedule for next year. Um, but yeah, it's. I mean, I feel like it, it was supposed to be for a bunch of press, and it just so happened that like all of the media world has taken a huge shift and is now doing things like this. So, yeah. You know, this is this is the this is the new normal for right now, and and it's interesting yeah. because, you know, it's it's mad interesting because the only day of the week that I feel like you would know is a day of the week now is Sunday because your mentions start blowing up. That's pretty much it. Is like when my phone starts overheating, I know that it's Sunday. That's it. That's that's how it goes. 
You know, and I I know you I I I am like so conflicted by this term Asian Bay, but I think it is amazing because uh, I actually have a friend named Paul Bay who's Asian, and he doesn't watch the show, and he's this big podcast dude. And he goes, "Is this?" Me? And I was like, "No, no, Paul." Well, it can be, it can be him. You know, it it can be all of us. Um, I think I think it's a good thing. I mean, I mean, like I don't know. I was someone was asking me about it yesterday, and I was saying. You know, how do I feel about it? And I was like, yeah. They were like, you must be feeling yourself. I'm like, I don't know. Like, it feels like there's a lot of love for this character, Andrew. That's great. Um, you know, I just happen to look a lot like him. That's <laughs> that's it. At the end of the day, like, you know, I'm not I'm not this character. I'm not this person. So, yeah. you know, it's it's kind of um, it kind of doesn't feel like I need to feel a way about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he. I mean, for those who do know you, there is a distinct difference. I mean, there are similarities. Yeah. There are similarities. You both have swag. Your swag is just <laughs> different. It's different. Um, it's it's a different. It's a different kind of steez. Um, but I think it's also interesting because you're playing double duty because you are also right now on a show named Tommy. Yeah. So it's yes. like you are you are two very different people, and then Alexander yeah. Hodge, like it's, you're true. triplets, multiple right personalities, now. and it's yeah, it is the way it is. I mean, it's the nature of the job, right? You yeah. have to just uh, take on these different uh, different personalities, different qualities, um, different characters, uh, and try and make it. It's funny because like I feel like the nuance in acting is like you know trying out this new person but also trying to find a way to make it you in a sense you know and so that's why there's like there's always going to be similarities in, in 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 you know the actor as a person and the character because you're drawing from your own experiences your own you know your own your own personality and so on but you're just trying to make it fit somebody else yeah. it's like i kind of look at it as like you know how everyone has their like their 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 work voice or their work job or that you know you know what I mean like every everyone has the voices they use for different people right you know I if they pick up the phone code switching <laughs> code switch exactly acting is just like code switching you know what I mean like you you know you know when like you know when someone's talking to to to, the, to when someone's talking to Bay or someone's talking to their mom when or someone's talking to their boss yep it, it's a different voice every time same person different voice. Different voice. And that's uh, like acting, man. It's just like it's literally just like, oh, okay, who am I when I'm when I'm in this scenario or this position, you know? Well, and I think it's interesting. Um, one of the things you mentioned when we first started talking was this idea of there's there's kind of been this shift, right? Like, you know, in the past years, like Insecure has always had like these these premieres and these openings and these press tours and all this other stuff. And this is definitely a lot different because the show is at least like the show is at least ready to go, right? Like there are other shows yeah. that stop production or they stop post production, and, and we've had a number of conversations with folks. Um, Anthony Raff from Star Trek Discovery, Yatide mm -hmm. uh, Badaki, who is on American Gods, and they had finished, but they're all at di these different phases of post production mm -hmm. because they're more science fiction shows, right? Whereas Insecure is like my real life in uh, yeah. 26 minutes <laughs> it is it is it is very hyper realistic um but we were still do we still had to do post-production like i was looping adr from my iphone about a really? month ago yeah yeah Shout out the like, iPhone. 
Yeah, for real. Like, so I had like post production hit me um, and was like, you know, we need you to record these lines. And they were like, they just sent through this like, you know, spreadsheet of like how to, where to set your phone and how to do it and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so it's like, it's, it's really interesting because normally you do ADR, you're in a booth and, you know, you're in a studio and you'll have people in, in the back that will give you notes as you go through or they'll have producers on the line to listen and give you feedback. This was literally just like, I'm in my bedroom, just like, just trying to like say the same line over and over again, picturing what the notes might be or what the feedback might be and being like, okay, all right. How are you? How are you? How are you? Literally talking to myself like that. As, as I, did, I think I did that for like two different episodes where I'm just in my bedroom talking to myself like and like it's nothing like the, the new normal again this just where we're at but it got done and that's all that matters well i haven't seen it yet so <laughs> we'll see if it did get done they haven't they haven't hit me back so i feel like i might i might have done an art <laughs> hopefully you know do what they needed me to which is one and done here i mean uh, but for you as well like um you know, has how has this shift been? Like some folks, some folks have like downtime after a show comes out. Some folks are like grind, 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 grind. Like, um, and I hear that some people are still auditioning right now mm. via Skype and other stuff. But like, yeah. what has kind of been the shift for you and and how you're you're adjusting in this moment? Um, yeah, I've been sending off some auditions, um, some self tapes and stuff like that. Um, but it's interesting. I have to say I've, I haven't really felt like doing auditions. Like I know like I'm really grateful to be to be getting auditions in this time, but I haven't I don't really I feel this weird kind of energy and yeah. so I don't feel motivated to to perform. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like don't you know the world's falling apart? Like we don't we don't have time to pretend. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a weird it's a weird kind of energy, but you know, trying to look at it as a way of, you know, creative escape, you know, for, for however long it takes to do the audition to sort of put everything else on hold and pretend that it's okay. Um, I've been doing that, writing a little bit, not okay. much, just a little bit, just, just like little bits. I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to punish myself if I don't get something done if I don't meet a deadline. You know what I mean? Because, you know, a couple of my friends have sort of taken this time on as like, this is this is this is their, you know, creative boot camp and they have to get something. They they need a script by the end by the by the time this is done. And I'm like, nah man, like you just you gotta be sane by the time this is done. You know, like you gotta protect yourself by the time this is done. Cause there's no point working yourself into a nervous breakdown amidst all of this. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. need we need, we, yes, we need productivity, but we, above all else, we need sustainability. We need to find a way to maintain. And if that looks like putting, putting productivity on pause for a moment, so you can take care of number one and you can check in with yourself, then do that. Do that. I ordered IHOP last night and that's what I needed. That was how I took care of myself. Sometimes you just need pancakes. That's what I need. Pancakes. I found out that my favorite pancake place uh, has closed during this time, and I actually was really, like, <laughs> really hit me. 
I was really quite upset. Swingers, if you're in LA, you know swingers. And uh, it kind of, yeah, really like made shit real for me when I was like, damn, like the swingers. Well, that's, but that's like, that's the thing. Like, it's so funny because what I'm now seeing is kind of those of us were like, because we knew it wasn't going to be a week or two weeks, three weeks, but like, there's always that one thing that makes you go, oh. Yeah. Oh, it's real. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like, there are those things that that just remind you that it's 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 not going to be any there's we're not going to be a quick return to normal there's not going to be a, a let out day where we can all just rush outside and hug each other again you know that it's happened like, in 1918 and it didn't end well it didn't work it out that well yeah um no. so we you know i think those are things where it's like you know a lot of conversations like man i can't i can't wait for things to go back to normal i can't wait for this to be over it's like there's not going to be any, you know, great transition to just like normality again. It's not going to be like a, on this date, the world is going to start up again. No, it's like, it's going to be such a gradual, like, you know, easing your toes in and like going a little further each day. And then there will be times where we need to stop and retreat again because, you know, we messed up with antibody testing or there's been another outbreak. You know what I mean? There's good, like, like, and like any progress we make back to any norm normalcy is going to be, you know, punctuated with some backward steps because we're not going to get everything right as we go along, you know? And I feel like as, as to what you were saying, like there are those, those, those moments, those, those things that just, just hit you different and just realize that, Oh wow. No, I don't know when I'm going to step into a gym again. I don't know if I'm going to use the pool again. I don't know if I'm going to, the grill, the public grill in the apartment building. I don't, I don't think I'm touching that for a while. You know what I mean? Like there are just things that make you realize, Oh, I can't wait to do that. But it's like, Oh, I don't know if I can do that. You know? Yeah. And we've had some similar conversations with folks who are musicians. Cause like their whole livelihood is just a massive yeah. group of people in a room. And what does it yeah. look like in that space? Do you feel like it's weird having a show that's like premiered and like putting out new episodes? Cause a lot, a lot of shows mm. aren't putting out new episodes right now. Cause either they're like, we're going to put out the ones we had, but we yeah. have another like five that are half canned that aren't yeah. Um, I think like the flash on CW is like, we're going to put out until we can. Yeah. Right. I mean, there, there are, you know, I know I was talking to my friend Nicole Kang on Batwoman and she was saying that they still have two more to shoot, you know, like they, they've already been renewed for season two, yeah. but they haven't even finished shooting their first full season. They need to finish shooting because they never shot a finale. So there's no, you know, they can't finish the season without a finale. Yeah. You know, and, and so, so there's like, there's things like that. Um, for us, I think we're really lucky. We were really lucky that we got our principal production done. And uh, we've been able to largely because, because of the nature of the show, we've been able to do post-production remotely. Cool. So we're going to get the whole season out. Um, I'm, I'm really grateful to have something that we can give to people in this time. And just say here, like the world, the world goes on, you know, here's yeah. something to remind us all that the world will continue. And that feels great. I mean, like we, 
we shot this we shot this before Kobe died and oh, wow. you know we had to yeah we had to you know we had to loop in some new dialogue because we had we had a Kobe we had a Kobe reference and you know I like I remember walking into the studio to loop in some new dialogue and just got completely hit by surprise that it was that Kobe reference that we made and like I got, got really emotional because it was like wow like he was like he was still here when 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 we shot this and then now you know two months later every single scene is like oh wow we could be in that we could we could have a block party you know we could we could you know embrace in public you know what i mean like yeah it's 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 kind of like a it's a, it's 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 really weird because it's kind of beautiful but also bittersweet it's nostalgic mm-hmm. also kind of like yearning you know everyone yearns for social connection and i feel like in 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 one way this is just a small way to provide a bit of that social connection you know everyone can still jump on twitter and you know just go in on whoever whoever's turn it is this week i mean let's be real i will get i will get tarred and feathered if i don't mention that this week was a week uh mostly just like molly and her room so i'm not even gonna go i'm i know every, i've been i've been explicitly asked to ask about the cake scene i am not okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, all right mm. yes <laughs> we uh we we Those got scenes are not uh, easy and well we done. got it done thank you yeah it was you know it's funny you know, Yvonne and I have known each other for, thank, thankfully, Yvonne and I have known each other for a year and a half or two years before we shot that scene. Because, you know, Lawrence had a few, you know, one night stands last season and they don't have the luxury of knowing each other before they shoot that scene. Right. And some of these people, that that's their only scene. That is, that's tough. Because I liken it to like, you know, it's like the first time you you know you you first time you sleep with anyone you know it's that it's that moment of like how's this gonna go how's this gonna go now obviously you're not actually sleeping with them but it's that kind of feeling with four cameras two hundred people around uh, your boss actually your three bosses and you know sometimes maybe someone from the network or your agent or you know what I mean it's like doing that in front of a pretty big crowd. So you, you get, you get kind of like, I would say the nervousness compounds a little bit and you're like, Oh, do I, can I do this? Is this, is this right? Am I, am I doing too much? Is this, is this am like I not enough? Doing enough? This is, know. you know what I mean? There's a lot to it. So, you know, thankfully, we got that out of the way and it actually worked out well. Shout out to Tembi, Tembi Banks, the incredible director for, for, for last week's episode. And Amy Aniobi, the writer. Like, you know, the amazing thing about it is that like directed by a black woman, written by a black woman, uh, DP was a woman, camera operator was a woman, set deck was a woman, dresser was a woman. You know, so it's like everyone, like there's a level of care involved where it's like everyone is taking care and everyone wants us to be amazing. So it's like, yeah, yeah everyone feels like the ones we're into it is like all right now we're doing the level of comfort involved you know so yeah yeah. but i but i 
I do love that whole relationship. Like it's, I think so many people can, I think the thing about insecure, let's just leave, let's across the board before we even like dig in about like just how the parallels of just the, the, the things that we could do before this moment. Um, somebody can relate to every character. Like I, I don't yeah. know anyone who could not relate to at least one of those characters on and so much is happening now in the different relationships and the different friendships. Yeah. And it's it is interesting. It is this really great escape, but it's also this place where you can feel a little comfortable in that you see a piece of what you kind of miss, at least for 26 minutes yeah. uh, on screen. And so I think it's I think last last season last week's episode this week's this week's episode? Technically, it was Sunday, I guess. Which, but this this is this is the age old question: Does the week start on Sunday or Monday? I don't know. I don't even know the days of the week anymore. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Every day is Sunday. <laughs> that's it. Yes. Yes. That's it. <laughs> I think I think that's the, the best thing I've heard all day. Every day is Sunday. But question, question, question: Who do you relate to right now? Oh, I'm gonna get so much shade on this, uh, Molly. Wow. But okay, so I'm a lawyer. Okay. And that's not the only way you relate to Molly. No, it's not. I'm a lawyer, and I'm a perfectionist, and I have really high standards. <laughs> and I'm like, but I need you to yeah. communicate. Why aren't you communicating? Because um, Molly's not communicating. So maybe Molly. lead from the front. Well, also, like, it's funny because you could tell, like, in her behavior, like, Bali as a character is giving her preset things that she gives that she's comfortable in giving. And she thinks that she's giving a lot because yeah. she doesn't give. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like, you know, that's also, and again, testament to, sorry, my hair, I got massive bed hair, and I'm in the middle of regrowing my hair, so I'm trying to, like, just oh, be okay with whatever it does. Are we getting so, long hair back? We're trying. We're trying. We're sort of. We're getting there. It is pretty. It's pretty long. Wow. It's definitely longer but than last time I saw you. But it's not there all everywhere. You know what I mean? This yeah. should be the still. When you take a screenshot picture, this should be it. Just mm. like full quarantine mode. Um, <laughs> um, no, I. I feel like. You know, when you're getting to know somebody, you're constantly learning and constantly setting and resetting sort of boundaries and, you know, just learning, learning to what that compromise is. And I feel like watching Molly and Andrew, we're, we're watching that like, yes, okay, Molly knows what she's comfortable sharing with. And, you know, and also shout out to Molly, like the growth that she's made from season one to season three in terms of sharing, in terms of, you know, and being able to open up and so on. Um, and we'll continue to see that this season, I think. But, you know, she knows what she's willing to share now. But she's got no idea what Andrew's willing to share now. And the expectation that it should be the same is not taking into account who he is as a person and understanding that he might be in a different place and where can you two meet, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's where we ended the episode with the phone call was they want to take that journey into finding out where they meet. That's what I think. 
I honestly, and I was telling you this before before we started talking. That was my favorite part. That phone call really? at the end, I, because it you there's a way where you can utterly convey such a complex emotion as I like you. I know there's something I am not comfortable with sharing, but I like you so much that I'm going to get over to this thing and I'm going to try. <laughs> also still knowing yeah. better and knowing that Molly is Molly. Yeah. Um, thankfully, I'm a, I'm a little bit like Molly in real life, so I, 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 can, I, I know what it's like to <laughs> to deal with 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 the molly types um but yeah no i i think um I, i'll put that down to really you know really great direction and writing i mean i actually shot that scene with uh amy the writer in the room oh, nice. and so we were we went through several different takes and some of them were really vulnerable some of them were really quite kind of like determined somewhere you know sort of in the middle apologetic um but you know getting to getting to shoot it she she was actually sitting on uh, across the room just out of shot and getting to have that conversation with her who who wrote it was like in between each time we sort of just like you know let's try this or let's hit this or let's move you know let's let's sort of you know try to develop and really flesh it out and um yeah i think like the the result shows where it just seems like you know, like he he's really sitting in it and really and really trying to to work through it. You know, he's he's it was all of those things. It was vulnerable. It was determined. It was apologetic. It was it was driven. It was purposeful. You know, so yeah. yeah. And it was a long way away from that Coachella scene. Look, they're growing. You know, they met Molly Squared was was doing her thing, and Andrew. We didn't even know anything about Andrew at that stage. It was not like, a thing. Nothing. Who is this guy? So, you know, I mean, I didn't really know anything about Andrew at that stage, I'll be honest. So it was just like, it, I, mean, I think it was cool. I think it was nice to, this was the first time that we saw a real level of, you know, purpose in these two and their relationship. And, you know, them really saying, okay, I want to do this together, you know? So it was nice. I like it. Yeah. yeah. And now, and now, for all of those who are like, "Why didn't you ask about Sunday?" You you have seen. I have asked about Sunday. It was a great episode. You should go <laughs> now rewatch it. Um, yeah, do it. It's on HBO Go. Uh, I don't know anything else. I can't plug it. I'm sorry. That's I'm it. really bad That's at it. that. That's all you got. That's all you yeah. got. That's all you got. There we go. Uh, so watch it somewhere. So for you, you're gonna you're gonna keep working. And a lot of people actually don't know this about you. You are a writer. Like you do like. You do other things. Yeah. Be Asian Bay. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, I'm. I'm writing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You know, like I said, I'm not trying to um, lambast myself if I don't write every day. But I'm taking care of my plants, my little babies. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to show you something. Hold on one second. You can still hear me because I've got my microphone with me. Uh, so there's no yeah, dead space, but I need to show you my little. My little babies. I'm very excited my... about this. <gasps> look at them. Look at them. My oh. little. These, these. I don't have any names for them yet. I'm working on them. I mean. Yeah. I mean. The little ones right here. They're so tiny. Little guys. Yes. And then we got the the all stars over here. I don't know what I'm feeding them, but it's clearly working. 
I mean, um, they're just overachievers. These, yes, these are my snow peas. And then okay. I have some grape tomatoes. And then I have some sage, some okra, uh, some chilies, some basil, as Americans say, cilantro. But yeah, this is what I'm, this is my project. This is what's giving me life at the moment. I mean, you're giving life to give me Ava life. Hands, I love. Hey, Ava. Hey, Ava. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's where my life is right now. Um, utterly domesticated. <laughs> yes. You did not just say utterly domesticated. Are you cooking gumbo that's over there? Salty. Is it too salty? That's my only question. Too salty. Yo, no shit. That gumbo was spicy. Like I gotta be honest, I I did I was not expecting it. First take, we was we went for it, and she gave me she gave me the taste, and I went because when we rehearsed, we didn't actually use the gumbo because they only brought it in for the live takes, and so we're shooting, and I'm I start like choking up mid scene because it was so spicy. I didn't because I'm I've never really had gumbo before. I didn't know that gumbo was spicy. And I had it, and I was just like trying to finish the scene, but I'm like, <laughs> it's, so, it's really salty. That was how I got surprised I didn't use the take really. Um, but yeah, that was that was the reality of that gumbo. It was really tasty after I after after I was ready and prepared for the spice. It, it was actually really good. All right. But, Next time I'm in LA, I see I see I need to make gumbo. Please do, please do. I would Done. love your gumbo. Done. Um, we're actually doing right now. We're we're like each week, we're trying out a new recipe. Um, and so today we're going grocery shopping, and we decided what we're gonna do today because we 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 stopped eating meat, um, okay. in this house. We're gonna try and make vegan chopped cheeses, because we really miss. A good chopped cheese. I feel like it's possible. And the question is, are you going to use mushrooms? Or are you going to use meat substitute? Like, what are we? Both. We're going to do both. Mm. And I, yeah, because because I feel like the mushrooms are really good to add, like just that little bit of moistness that, like that, um, you know, substitute meat just doesn't quite have. So we'll see. We'll give it a shot. I, th I I've got I got faith in us. I think we can do it. I I I want to report back. Because the, the problem I think always is gonna be the cheese substitute. Cause some yeah. of it some cheese substitute melts wonderfully and some cheese Some substitute cheese substitute is just ass. Yeah, it's just bad. It's, it's just bad. It just sucks. So just yeah, we'll see. That's I yeah, but you're right. That is definitely the, like the trick. We're gonna do a little bit of shopping today and uh, see what we come back with. We mm -hmm. found a gouda that's actually not too bad, but really? uh, I don't know what what brand it is, but I'll have to get back to you on that. But please yeah. do. I'll post Same. it so that everyone knows. <laughs> Vegan chopped cheese recipe, as per Alexander Hodge. Look, man, you gotta get life where you. Can. I think, and I think that's also like the other vibe. Why I said there's gonna be such a chill conversation. It is a moment where you're like, I gotta get life where I can, and yeah. that's what this is right now. That's true. That's true. It's literally just like I'm gonna run towards whatever brings me joy. And just not be, you know, 
made to feel ashamed of it or feel bad. You know, if today is the day where I sit and watch ESPN all day, not because I love sports or I'm, you know, I have a favorite thing, but just because it's nice to just watch something mindlessly, then I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I, I just finished a call with my therapist and I was just talking about like, you know, I feel like giving in some days. I'm just like, I feel like being a slob and yeah. that's it. And then I'm just going to be okay with that because we're living in pretty unprecedented times and it's okay when the whole schedule falls apart. It's okay to have days where you don't schedule, you know? Yeah. We're, we're actually, there will be a show on Friday uh, because we have same as coming on, but the rest of the day, Friday, I'm not, I'm going to yeah. sit in this beanbag chair you can't see and I'm going to turn on yeah. my, my PS4 and I'm going to watch Tailspin and it's going to be great. Love that. See, that's, that is, I feel, but I feel like that's also like scheduling, non-scheduling. And I like that as yeah. well. It's like. You know, it's structured, non-structured. I'm going to work towards, exactly. I'm going to work towards this day of absolutely nothing, but I'm going to work towards it, you know? I feel like that's that's kind of like a really nice happy medium to be like, yeah. I'm going to work on this, this, and this, and then on this day, nothing. Not, like a, not a thing. I feel like that's, that's most people's Sundays, right? Yeah. But now that every day is Sunday, you got to figure out which Sunday you choose to actually embrace the Sunday. Alexander Hodge has spoken. Uh, <laughs> no, the other thing a lot of people don't know if they haven't heard your accent before is that you're not American. Uh, Surprise. Ah! Um, also, I like literally sent, no, no lie, I'm like, I'm put myself on blast. I like literally sent you a text and was like, Damn, your American accent is good. Yes, <laughs> you did. You did. You said it's never not going to get you. And I thank you for that. I take that as a compliment. Uh, I have been working on it for a long time. I've been living here. I've been living amongst the Americans for seven years now. So I don't even I like, like the way that it sounds. I've been studying. I've been studying That's really the, what you're Americans, doing here. the American way. That's that's all I'm doing. It's a social case experiment. Mm. Seeing what you it's like. No, you no. Tom Holland, just case study. Exactly. He's got a really good American accent. Yo, really his, like his his accent is it's it's really insane. Yeah. Um, he's a really good actor. Like he's I I really love watching his performances. He's a really good actor. Yeah. I mean, so are you. Thank um, you. You know how it is me. You know. I'll try. Uh, how's your family doing? I mean, I meant to ask that. You don't have to like put anybody on glass, but I meant to be like, families on another continent. You're still here. How does does it feel to be so, so distant? Um, are you guys like zooming every day? No, I mean, I've been living over here for years now. So it's like, we we have our rhythm where we talk. We're probably talking more now just out of boredom than anything else. You know, my mom's working from home and so she'll just call me now, you know, We'll just be like, what's up? What you doing? How's your day? You know, we never really spoke about that stuff before because we never had the time. So now it's like, now we do have the time. It's like, my 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 sister's calling me for like the, the third time this week. What's going on? But then I realize it's just because we're bored. There's nothing else going on. I'm just like, all right, cool. What are you up to? So I'm getting I'm getting used to that. 
I've never really had that with, with, with my family so much. So it's like, it's nice being able to embrace that. Um, and yeah, I haven't left because if I do leave, I don't know when I could get back into the country and we have to shoot another season. So I don't, you know what I mean? Like I just, yesterday, there are things like that. I knew um, that was going to happen. So I just didn't, I didn't want to leave because I didn't want to complicate things when it came to shooting, you know, the next season and putting, you know, putting work in. I didn't want to have to be like turned away at the border. I I would be, uh, I would have said uh, if that were to happen. <laughs> um, yes. I just want to remind everybody, if you want to ask any live questions, we are getting towards the end of our conversation so that Alex can go back and enjoy the rest of his day on the couch and talk to his plants, uh, which, you know, if you talk to the plants, they actually grow more. Really? I've heard yeah. that. I've heard that. I didn't plants know if that are, was like. It's like a real thing. Like plants actually, like, if you play music or like. And you don't have to say anything in particular, but like every living being uh, is impacted by the energy that's kind of thrown at them. So it's a thing. I have slowly, secretly been trying to talk to them. I mean, they might come back. I'm a bit of a skeptic, but I've also been doing it. I've also been like, I love you guys. You guys are great. That's why those ones at the end are overachievers, because they can hear you more. Oh. So I'm going to speak to the other ones. Yeah. I'm going to spread the love amongst my babies. I can't wait. I got a bunch of veggies. I cannot wait to like actually have. Could you imagine? I'm gonna make a salad with all the veggies I've been growing. Don't it's say that's so amazing. It's gonna make them sad. Oh, I know. I'm gonna wait till they drop off the the, the plants, right? Sure. Oh, <laughs> this feels awful now. This feels like some kind of perverted grooming. How did you just do that? It's what I do, man. I'm sorry. Wow. You're not great. We're there and it's over. I just, that's done now. Thank uh, you. Those poor plants. Man, look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. What? I mean, they're only going to get so big. So maybe what you're doing is a favor. That's true. Don't get too big for your boots now. Was that, was that, was that the... We just got a confirmation from a watcher that says rhythm and CO2 from our mouths is actually good from plants. Boom. See? Oh. That sounds like rhythm. a valid thing. But I want a rhythm. That's interesting. But CO2, I understand. Because CO2 is what is like their, their, their food, right? And then they excrete oxygen, and then that is our food. Look at that symbiotic relationship. That's pretty beautiful. That. If we just let them grow. <laughs> Thank you, Groove Parlor. See, I love I love people who who watch and listen. Uh, if you have any other questions, let me know. But like, if for for you, like, it, I I love the fact that you're running towards joy. I love the fact that you're embracing being able to just give your brain a rest. It's not like you weren't working your ass off yeah. for the last of last year and the beginning of this year. So it's not like yeah. you weren't due for like a, a sit down uh, to kind of process yeah. things. Um, That's true. But, you know, for you, is there is there anything you feel like? And this this literally could be. I I just want to be able to center. Oh look, we got questions. Look at that science facts from Alexander Hodge. I love people. Um, wait, I'm gonna ask this before I ask that question. Uh, okay. When did you start acting? Why and what schools uh, and the schools you've Ooh. attended? 
These are things. You've done a lot of things. I started acting. I started acting. <laughs> I started acting in high school because I got kicked out of a of another class, and I had to take another subject. And I just thought acting was going to be easy because there's no writing. And I was like, yeah, I'll just do that. I'm serious. I was. I took it because I wanted. Tired. <laughs> It did, because you know how much writing there is in drama class? Yeah, I do. I didn't even know. I got duped. I got fooled. So that's that's how I that's how I got into acting. It was actually the first class that I got an A in, and I was like, oh, I can just get an A doing this? Easy. All right, sweet. Because I'd, like, I'd never been really good at anything before. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do this so my grades are good. And then I just liked it. I liked it. And then like eventually I, I left high school and I didn't pursue acting and then I came back to it. And then I auditioned for a school in New York called the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. That's the school that I went to. And I graduated from there after two years and I've been acting since then. That's it. I would like to say it was easy, but it's not. I was delivering food painting warehouses and working for families and you know being carers and stuff like that until i was able to live off my acting so you know it's a bumpy road but it, it pans out in the end hey man that's uh that's all that's all of it right anything worth doing isn't easy right that's what that's they say true. that is true that was, that was, they say what if it was easy everyone would have done it by now and then we'd have another Andrew, and I don't feel like I would be okay with that. I sometimes think about that. I sometimes think about, like, what would, ha what would it look like if somebody else got the job? What would it look like if somebody else played this role? And I'm, like, sometimes I, like, will, like, dreamcast it. I'll be like, oh, imagine if this person did it. And then I like to think about what it would look like. I'm sorry, have and you dreamcast your own role? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, sometimes. I just think it's fun to think about, like, who else, you know, how, how somebody else might've done it. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, it's yeah. not, it's not competition. It's just different. It's just like somebody else would have done this differently. And I'm always like, what would that look like? That's a very really actor cool to, thing to do. That's a, it's a very actor. <laughs> thing to do. Like, to no, I just think it's, I think it's fun to think about. Well, yeah. Well, the, the, the role, someone else is going to bring something else to the role period. Right. Yeah. Look at every Definitely. single Batman we've ever had. That's true. And I'm so excited for the next one. Are you are you like are you a, a fan of Pat Bat? I've never heard of that until now, and I'm a fan of that. I am a fan of him. Have you seen Good Time? I have not, but I heard it's phenomenal. You should watch Good Time, and I think that might excite you for Batman. But it Pat goes on Bat. my list. It goes on my list for Friday happening. Good. It's on Netflix, so perfect I think, or Amazon. But yeah, it's it's a really good film. It's. Um, uh, it's Pete Pattinson. All right, uh, here we go. Has your acting career been U.S. based or anything we would know in Australia? Have you? I mean, Sajada, I have not done anything in Australia. Nothing, because I never really acted professionally in Australia. Yeah, you came here and then you just yeah. stayed. Yeah, I studied. I studied here. So my home, my home. I've been living here since I was twenty-two. So 21, 22, but yeah, I've sort of 
kind of like marked my life as like a very stark difference between my time in Australia and my time in America, um, which was extremely liberating actually and allowed yeah. me to acting. Yeah, no, it really did. Because I moved away and left everything, I was able to like really commit everything to acting. So it was um, it was a very conscious choice and it has worked out. But I would say you know, nothing to report in Australia. Uh, maybe one day. We'll see. All right. Um, last question. Ah, um, yeah. uh, ha, ha, ha. Yes. What does playing an Asian man in a relationship with a black woman, what does that mean to you? I mean, that's interesting. It's it's not like it's no, your no, real it's, life it's, or anything. So, no, no, no. They're, um, they're saying that. I, so I, I did an interview for Vulture. Oh, okay. And they hired a writer in the room, uh, Jason. Jason Lee, who, okay. uh, I got who it is also half Asian, uh, half white, and is engaged to a black woman in real life. Um, it means a lot to me. I mean, I have I have never said words on screen that were written by somebody who looks like me. And so that was, you know, a pretty a pretty surreal moment. One, that it took so long, but to to have that, you know, there is there are certain things that you never know, you never realize how much you missed something until you receive it and then you realize that that something has been missing in 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 your experience in your life and that was this for me it was like having an asian writer in the writer's room it was like that level of commitment to my character to my story to the authenticity of it was was really was really special and was just like you know i i look forward to having that time and time again hopefully that's that's something that I think you know we could all do with, but it felt it felt really yeah it felt above all else I felt like I mattered I mattered enough for them to make business decisions around my existence and that felt great. That's really amazing and sorry, Group Parlor, that I read that backwards, but I'm glad that. <laughs> Alex also read it and then it's on screen. No, that's a, that's really, really amazing. And it's such a thing that I don't know if a lot of people really think about that concept when they see an actor on screen is like, they just think mm. the actor's reading words and they don't really, they don't necessarily think about the writer's room unless something goes wrong. Then they think yeah. about the writer's room. Um, yeah. That's real dope. No, it is, it is, it, it, it's, it's like, you know, it's, I'd love to experience it again, and I hope I do. That's the hope, but we'll see. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? I mean, we we, we might yeah. be here for another eight weeks. Who knows? I don't know. It might exactly. be on Sundays. <laughs> Ooh, I just pictured how many Sundays we have coming up. So many. anyway. <laughs> so that being said, uh, tell the folks at home where they can follow you. Um, obviously, you have a show coming out every Sunday for the next couple of weeks, uh, so they can watch you on HBO. Um, but where can they find you? And is there anything else they should be watching out for? Um, my, if you search my name in online, you'll see where I come up. XR Hodge is my handle, but it seems really hard. Whenever I say XR Hodge, it's hard for people to like. It's hard, I don't know. It's hard for me to find a way to explain that 
articulately. But anyway, um, I'm online and where am I, where am I coming up? I don't know why. I have a film that just came out with Noah Schnapp and Sao George um, from City of God called Abe, which was which was fun to shoot. Um, I have another film coming out at some point. There's films you never know. With indie films, you never know. Um, but it's fun. It's called Milk Water. So look for that when it comes out. But yeah, Insecure coming out um, every Sunday, 10 p.m. Eastern on HBO. Um, and Tommy, I'm not sure if we're going to get we're going to wait to hear from the back order if we get that and we start shooting again. But who knows when that's going to happen. Um, but more importantly, just stay safe. Stay home. Take care of yourself. You know, I, I following me does not need to be a priority right now. Taking care of yourself, making sure that you are in good stead is most important. So do that first. Yeah. <sighs> From one coast to the other, friends, please take care of yourself. Be safe going grocery shopping. And uh, I want to see pictures of this chopped cheese. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I will send you. Don't worry about that. You You will get pictures. Yes. All right, everybody. Thank you for watching. We'll see you tomorrow. All right. Much love. Bye. Creative Quarantine is hosted by Angelique Roche. It's produced by Angelique Roche, Sarah Storm, and Matt Storm. Our logo is designed by Aaron Leffler. New streaming episodes are available Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern and Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern on AngeliqueRoche.com forward slash creative quarantine. Podcasts are made available the morning after each live streamed episode wherever you get your podcasts. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and visit us on Instagram at creative.quarantine and Twitter at creativequeutine. Please send this to a friend who needs a little artistic company and stay at home if you possibly can. We'll see you soon. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.